to Dave Hill's podcasting incident. As you can hear in the background, I'm coming to you today from the main streets of New York City where, uh, I don't know, someone's probably double parked or something. I don't know if you can hear that siren. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me once again for what critics are already calling uh, an obscure yet incredible podcast. Um, did I mention that I'm the pride of Cleveland yet? Did I mention uh, that I'm the pride of Cleveland and beyond? Like, for example, and this is no lie, uh, free lemon wedges uh, the other night uh, at the path train station. I thought it was weird, too, honestly. Um, anyway, um, I'm sitting here. Uh, Lou Bear is staring at me for not throwing her ball. Um, I've decided I'm recording with a different audio technique. I won't reveal what it is. It's just all by way of saying, uh, it sounds incredible, I'm sure. I hope Chris, add some action music, add some echo. Okay, 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 now turn those off, okay. Anyway, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, what else did I want to tell you? Today, well, if you're, uh, the day this comes out, which is to say Friday, December 13th, I'll be at Strand Theater in Lakewood, New Jersey, doing Wesley Stasis' Cabinet of Wonders with all sorts of other fine folks. Uh, Kristen Hirsch from Throwing Muses and uh, Cavalcade of Stars. And then tomorrow, or the day after that, yes, tomorrow when I'm talking, December 14th, I'll be at Town Hall in New York City for Live From Here with Chris Teeley, with Los Lobos, Maria Bamford, and other... uh, other fine folks. I believe that show sold out, so uh, can't help you there. Um, anyway, no, but you can listen uh, on your public radio local affiliate. I believe it's streamed live on YouTube, and, and it's up there for a while. Um, go to livefromhere.org for more information on most of what I just said. Would it kill me to have more details? No, Dave, it wouldn't. Sarah Brellis, if I'm saying it right, is also on the show. Sarah Jarose, if I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm not great at pronunciation of words and names. Performers from West Side Story, I already said Los Lobos, Maria Bamford, and me, Dave Hill, mentioned earlier. Um, please, uh, moving on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get incredible podcasts. If you haven't already, uh, Sports on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. And thank you to all of you who have been doing that already. It helps us keep, I, every little bit helps. Um, you know, we, we crank out this podcast for an elite few across the globe, relatively speaking. You know, we don't pull down those numbers like uh, my favorite murder or anything. I'm thinking of making this a murder podcast. No, I don't. I, I feel like people have that covered. Anyway, let's get into it. My guest today is a dear friend, hilarious comedian, and uh, she's been on the show before. And uh, you know her well. You know her. You love her. Her name is Claire O'Kane. Here now is my delightful conversation with Claire O'Kane, recorded in my living room with my sweet Lucy. Chris Gersbeck was trapped under a pile of debris. Could not be there in person. Anyway. Thank you.
Alright, we're potting. I hate, you know, I hate to miss any quality <laughs> content. <laughs> There's so the reason I'm saying, number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're saying you, you think you have a problem? I have a dietary problem. Oh, dietary. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if it's gluten. I don't think it's gluten. I don't think it is. Thanks. I mean, in my medical opinion. I don't think it is. It doesn't seem like it is. Also, it seems... Am I not close enough? No, you are. Oh, Maybe come a little closer. Yeah. Like a little. Uh, um, oh, that's so much better. It seems... <laughs> I might be lactose intolerant. Oh. That seems like something... Try a cough drop in my mouth. That's okay. You have a cough drop and a, we're eating cookies yeah. for the listener. But I'm not going to take out the cough drop. That's not pretty advanced. Doesn't it compromise the flavor of the cookie or not really? It, if anything, it makes a cough drop taste better. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, wait, so why do you, so you cannot have dairy? I don't think I can. What, what happens when you try? I think it gives me the squirts. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that, yeah. But do you find, I find um, that random things will just set me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, things that I eat all the time, then sometimes I'm like, they just, the whole party starts. Yeah. Sets Could be off anything. All night long. Yeah. But... I think it's because I feel like cheese is in everything and milk is in everything. And so I that's could be the culprit. Just maybe by virtue of being the thing that's in everything. Do you think though do you ever like if you have the say if you're in a say if you say you're at home and you have nowhere to be. Mhm. Do you ever sort of think, "Oh, the squirts, this would be nice." Mm. You know. To Clear, just have? Flush the vaults. Yeah, Clean would be slate nice. it. If I could control it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I assume not to... I, I, I just assume when that happens that it's it's just hitting reset on the whole operation. But I what do I know? It's I'm not a doctor. Reset or either the sign of something really bad. Your body's trying to get... I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like, get out. Well, I think, yeah, what happens? Uh, <laughs> so she, wait. She cleans out her bowl, and then she takes the bowl somewhere else. That's her way, yeah, Lucy, the listeners probably heard this. Lucy, yeah, that's her way of saying, hey, uh, get me some more food, <laughs> or I'll start freaking out. It also seemed like she knew it was loud, and she wanted to be polite. Oh, yeah, it's a total. Uh, this should just be about all the bad things that happen below the waist. We, I would probably do better. Like I feel like you know, if there's anything this, if I had to pinpoint a negative about this podcast, <laughs> it would be maybe lack of focus. Yeah, like it doesn't. Uh, it's not true crime. No. It's not uh, a recap of any television Mm-mm. shows. It's not fandom of any sort. Um, so maybe we should yeah, just talk about below-the-waist health issues. What is this podcast? It's not the incident. 
this is, is this the incident. incident? Okay. This is Dave Hill's podcasting Wait, incident. Wait, what's now, the other one you have? There's so many now. Uh, <laughs> they need to be killed off slowly. I thought this... So I can reclaim my life. I thought you rebranded the incident. Uh, maybe else. we should. That's not a bad idea. Maybe mm-hmm. 2020. But the, the... I mean, this... The If anything... You know, say what you want about... Uh, and I will. Uh, ...this podcast, but it's been on brand for over 10 years now. <laughs> Even though I took a break to do the WFMU show. But it is, you know, it's pretty much just people come over and we talk about uh, whatever's happening. That's great. It's the most, you know, people talk about mindfulness and being in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's the most of that, Yeah. That's good. It's whatever. It's like right now, you think you have a health issue. Yeah. Do you find do you find like it that you you're not living your life as as well as you could? Like if you feel like if you you could crack what's going on with your diet? Um, not with my diet specifically. Just a lot of things. I think with more of my brain. I'm well. My big thing this week, I did a show. I don't want to give this person's name away because maybe they don't want me talking about it uh, in in the number one, well, behind Joe Rogan sure. podcast. Um, but have you heard about, because I have a lot of mental problems. Mm-hmm. To, not, I'm not saying we that you're joking. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's spent any amount of time with me knows that there's a... A laundry list of issues. <laughs> but then I did this show the other night, a comedy show, and uh, this comedian that whom I won't name said, oh, was my timing weird? Because I've been microdosing uh, psil- psilocybin. psilocybin. Yeah. Mushrooms. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, like, no, your time was, was great. In fact, I was watching this person, hmm. and I was actually noticing how precise their wording was. Like, really? They don't, I mean, because I throw, you know, it's never the same car crash twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like, oh, their words are super precise. I was impressed by it, and I told them that. And they were really funny also. And then they said, oh, I've been doing this and I, and I was just I've been reading about it and talking about it and I was like what do you like it he said it's great <gasps> so I have I'm trying to get uh, do like a trial of it to yeah. go the proper route and then if I don't I'm gonna hit the streets yeah well where I guess I can't ask you where you would get it from well, I I asked this person where they get it, and they're like, oh, I just... Well, I looked online, like, where you would get it if you don't go through, like, a medical trial. Yeah. And they basically... They were just like, ask your friends who take drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they probably know somebody. Or, like, another one was like... Ask your friends who are into jam bands. <laughs> it was, like, all the most obvious advice. So he take... Or they take... Whoever they are. Whoever this mystery person is that I, out of respect, I will not name. Do they take the pill form? No. They say they grind up the actual mushrooms and mix it with juice. And they say it's an imperceptible amount. Hmm. Like they, you know, I said, because I've never done mushrooms in a recreational fashion. You've never done them ever? 
No. Really? You wouldn't know it with my rock look. You'd probably think. I know. He probably loves mushrooms. Doom. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he's this. Oh, I almost gave away their gender. <laughs> I almost gave away their gender yeah. when I said he. Um, no, he said that it was imperceptible that he didn't. But he said sometimes he feels like oh maybe there's some something going on. What does what does it make him feel like on a day to day basis? Well, he said for the same reasons, um, he is you know probably uh, he's in his forties. Love it. And uh, so like me, he's been dealing <laughs> with um, Being 40s. a dark w- worldview for a very long time, mm-hmm. and he said he was sick of it and sick of trying different medications, and he'd heard, and so. And this was the amazing thing. He said, and he must go to therapy because this is such, like, as I do. But he's he's like, it removes the inner critic, like, mm-hmm. the inner voice. Yeah. And I was like, sign me up. Yeah. The voice that's just like, you absolute piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm so surprised you've never done mushrooms. That's the only drug I can take for that reason. For, oh, because. For, like, it changes your... It shifts your shit, your brain. In a good way? Yeah. What the hell is that? This is a Lucy. It's a spray. It's just basically the same thing as cleaning your keyboard. Mm-hmm. And you put it on and she doesn't like it. So it's just a sound. For the listener, I've not sprayed my dog. It's just a sound. I wonder how they figured out that that works. I don't know, but literally, if I hold it up, she stops doing whatever Whoa. she's doing. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to okay. stop getting up. Chris is going to have an uh, editing nightmare. Good luck. Grushbrick. Um, uh, okay, now I'm back. I think... Yeah, I'm, I took mushrooms before I started taking... Um, antidepressants and it almost had a similar effect wait so you started taking them at like medicinally no but i just took them for the first time i took them for the first time before i had started taking antidepressants Mm -hmm. and knowing what that felt like once i started taking antidepressants i was like oh yeah this is like a similar feeling where the voice in your head it's quiet and you stop judging yourself so much and blah blah blue blue no but isn't um and it's weird because we're both so amazing why would we (laughs) no i know you think um no uh yeah it's the it's the worst like because you know i was talking to my brother about it who's a medical professional and i was like what do you know about this like how let's get it going come on Mm -hmm. And um, and uh, he was like, "Are you okay?" Like, and I was like, "Yeah, but like, I'm fine, but I'm just tired of living my life. Like, it just sucks. Right. Yeah. Like to walk around and just like constantly, mm-hmm. like literally. I know it's such a cliche, but the only, truly, the only reason I like performing mm-hmm. 
this is when I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, the voice is stopped. Yeah. And then the second I get off stage, I'm like, hey, it's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, what hour, whatever. And like, you don't want that to be the cure, you know? No. That's like the weirdest cure. I know, to be like, oh, this would be really great if I just Did this talked on stage in front of a bunch mm-hmm. of people. Which I think is what... I, why I started doing it too, and yeah. then did it all the time. It was the first thing I ever did in my life. Because even like playing music on stage, you can still like, you know, cause really, you, you play music, but like, don't I would think you'd have to be like a basketball player and be in the zone. Not even you think. are, but then at some point you go like, oh shit, I forgot. Uh, oh yeah, to pick up my laundry. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> sure. You know, sure. like when you're just like strumming a chord for yeah. a second, which that, that never happened. I mean, I can, I can honestly count on like one hand the times I felt like that. Yeah. In in comedy, and it's like usually it's because something is total, something is weird, like going on. Yeah. With like the ven, like, um, like a light or a sound. Yeah, something is off. Like, mm-hmm. um. I can't even remember this as a name droppy story, but I was doing a show with Janine Garofalo. I was opening for her in Boston, and I had that feeling where I just, like, at one point I was like, what the fuck is going on, like, this show? Like, mm-hmm. I had this feeling, and then afterwards she's like, I had the weirdest feeling in this show. Like, she's like, at one point I, she lied down on the stage. Mm-hmm. She's like, I lied down because I was, like, just trying to, like, connect with the stage and mm-hmm. get in the show because I was, like, out of it. And I was like, that's how I felt. Like, what is mm. up with that? It was haunted. Could have been haunted. The spirits are sucking your souls. Yeah. But, um... You've never been on medicine? I'm on medicine as we speak. Oh, totally. But you think it's not up to par? I think it's like... Or not the right thing? I don't... I think that there's only... I've heard this before, and this is... I don't think a joke, but I have... I've heard, I have a relative, trying to keep people vaguely anonymous, who said that her therapist told her that um, Irish Catholics cannot fully, uh, like, they'll never fully get away from their problems, because, like, the culture of that fucks you up so much. I believe that. Because you're Irish Catholic, right? Or in I some am, form. But I, I mean, s- I grew up that way. But Aww. you can't. But that's the thing. Like you can't. You can't. If you were raised Catholic, like when people are like, "Oh, I was raised Catholic," you can't ever not be. You can't unless you're really having well, your shit to fully like remove the all the. Things. The stories, the fables. Just everything that's like in so wired into you. My parents weren't that religious, so I didn't get that part of oh, it. Oh, I got it hard. Yeah, I'm sure. Like heavy. I'm of a different generation. I know. I'm when when I was growing up in the forties <laughs> <laughs> we were No, but it's yeah, it's it's just like I see it in my family who refused to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh or, you know, think that whiskey is a better you know just a little bit of whiskey here and there if i feel down (laughs) well that's the thing like i don't 
I I feel like I'm making progress in that regard. Like I don't I don't think that I don't think there was ever a time when I was like, oh, I need a drink. I can maybe once in a while I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> but, and like I still like to have some drinks, but I don't. I'm but never, drinks are depressants. They are. It's like a temporary thing, and then you're extremely like, temporary. You wake up and you're like, I actually had this thought. Maybe I'm maybe I'm revealing too much, but I was this whole thing. I, I see this therapist on and off, and you know he's always talking about like the ego and everything, and like mm-hmm. how basically that's what. And like when you if you read if you ever read that book, The Power of Now, do we ever talk? No, about but that? you've talked about it before. So that whole book is like basically like get rid of your ego, yeah. and you'll be free. And so that's my therapist like says all the same thing, and then I. I was drinking alone in Scotland a few weeks ago, like just not a lot, just like a couple of beers after a show. Cause I was, yeah. I was in a town. I didn't know anybody. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, I would finish the show and you're like, Ugh. and so yeah. I was like, I'll just sit here and have a beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, so, and I was, it was like rainy and I was exhausted and I was just like, I was like, Oh, I think this is part of the, I mean, obviously it's part of the cycle. I was like, I think like, like part of this is like like I like beating myself down further so I can never like fully because it's, it's a just, that's a comfortable spot to yeah be to in. just be like oh I think I had this thought shortly after that where I was like if I didn't do that I was like I might just like I'm just like, oh, so much energy. Like, <laughs> what does like, that mean? Like, I was like, I might just have so much energy. Like, I would just like, <laughs> like, if I didn't do that. Yeah, I don't can know. you imagine transferring that into the opposite? Like, yeah. As down as you were. Yeah, to just be like, yeah, just to be, uh, have all this like positive energy. Like, and then but the like, idea, the thought of that makes me. Yeah, it's nauseous. Hor- it's horrifying. Yeah. Well, it's like I had a friend because I was like really anxious about some show or something, and a friend. Um. So she was like, "Well, it's, I'll say uh, I'll, this. I'll name this person because they've not, not. There's nothing to hide." But Lucy Wainwright wrote. She's a musician who's great, and mm-hmm. she was like, "I was like, oh, I'm really anxious about this show." And she's like, how do you know you're not just excited? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm excited about it. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I've never been excited about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm anxious about everything. Yeah. You always put a negative spin on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so I think about that a lot. Like, that, like, sometimes I'm like super, I'm freaking out about something. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm super psyched to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes um, sense to me. Do you want another cookie? No, I'm you okay. don't. I mean, you can grab them as needed. I will. That's funny. You talk about ego because that's what they say. That's what they say. Mushrooms helps you do is obliterate your ego. Like you kind of like, yeah, it chips away at it. That's what I want. Like, have you read that book by the guy? Which guy? <laughs> the one who did. Um, Oh my god. Omnivore's Dilemma. Michael Pollan. Mm-mm. He wrote a book about trying all these drugs for medic- in medicinal purposes. Mm-hmm. So he tried all these psychedelics, including psilocybin. And he had like a 
not a shaman, but like a a licensed therapist who is, you know, underground mm -hmm. working with their patients with mushrooms. Uh, and he loved it. And he's like a straight, you know, oh, he's nerd not, ass. He's not a doesn't go see fish or anything. No, no. He just writes books. Yeah, do you know Shane Moss? The comedian? I know of him, yeah. He's really into psychedelics, and he's he's done a whole show on them, I think multiple shows, and he's super into them. But I think he also like was derailed by them at some point. I think if you go, yeah. but I think he was going in not in a microdosing way. No, no, I think he was trying to blow his mind. Mm -hmm. And he isn't he a scientist or something? He seems to know like or he just the knows a lot. Of it. He's super knowledgeable. Yeah. I would like to try that. I don't think my medicine is working anymore. Can you say what it... You don't have to say what it is. Oh, I'm on Lexapro and Wellbutrin. Oh. I've taken both of those separately. Yeah. I take Prozac now. Interesting. I took Lexapro and I don't think it worked. Mm -hmm. I took Wellbutrin and I was like aggressively suicidal for yeah. weeks yeah. to like but I knew enough about I'd been taking different things for long enough that I knew that it was the pills and mm. not my actual state yeah so um I was just like okay oh, this was weird because like that's the thing like all these all these pills you read and I'm like one of the side effects is they make you suicidal potentially yeah because they, they give you this spark, and they're like, I got enough energy to kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> the final it. Yeah, because when you're super depressed, you, you're you just like, ugh, I don't, can't even be bothered mm -hmm. to kill myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's when you're like kind of hovering a bit, you're like, eh, I could see it. But yeah, I was so, but I was like, oh, it's the pills. So then to like psych myself out, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. I started Googling suicide methods just so I could read them and prove to myself that it was the medicine. Yeah. So, because I would read it and be like, oh my God, yeah. that's fucked. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I was telling my therapist this, and he's like, oh wow, I think that was a really good technique. Huh. And then I told the psychiatrist, the guy who prescribed it, and he's like, all right, we're taking you off those yeah. right away. Damn, that's wild. So I was only on it for like, Six weeks, I think. I think I shouldn't be taking Wellbutrin. When I was taking a certain amount of it, it was making me feel really speedy. And mm -hmm. I was just, like, cleaning a lot. That can be good. But I already clean a lot. This oh. was just, like, amped it up. And then, uh, uh, apparently it lowers your threshold. Lowers the threshold of to, like have seizures or whatever your seizure threshold like you're more prone to them? yes 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 oh and i think i've never had a seizure that i know of mm -hmm. but i've started doing i guess i've always had this thing where i zone out like really hard and um all the Le time like like you'll be in a situation and you'll basically leave your you'll you'll leave your body <laughs> not disassociate not because i do i do that i think i've done that you know, just when I'm bored. But this is, like, just zoning out really, really hard. To the point when my eyes are open, and then when I 
snap out of it. My eyes are all dry because I've had my eyes oh, open wow. for so long. So that could be what they call mal, petit mal seizure, oh, which are yeah. really little tiny seizures. And I've started getting them more and more since I started Wellbutrin. And I'm also, f- it's harder to speak. Is like, I don't know if you can tell. Oh. I find myself Wait, like, you find it like generally harder to speak? Yeah, it's harder to find the right words. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Like That seems like it could, because do you find like certain, like if I'm tired, obviously, mm-hmm. or like if I wake up in the middle of the night and uh which, which I'm also filing under tired, mm-hmm. but, or if I've had anything to drink, mm-hmm. like, like I usually like if I, stuff that I know I can access, I'm, I was going to, I don't know that much, but the stuff that I do know, like I can usually recall it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like, who's the guitar player for this <laughs> band? I'm like, this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then like people will ask me after, after I've had like a beer and I'm like, if you would have asked me like an hour ago. I could tell you every yeah. anyone that's ever been in that band, but I just and then and same thing with words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm drinking, that's when it happens the most. But you find it like all the time because of the medicine. Um, just more often than yeah, I used to have it. I would zone out or just kind of like yeah, not do anything, sit there, and then not realize I'm not doing anything. And be like, how long have I been doing that? Or like staring at that. That sounds kind of nice in a way, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be having seizures. That's, no, if it's seizure, that's bad. Then my Let's brain will deteriorate. That's like scar. It scars your brain, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and my brain is already, you know, I'm old enough now to where I'm not going to learn anything new. I don't think that's true. Yeah, is that's what it? they'd say. After you're 30. Uh, but can't you, uh, there's like neuroplasticity where you can, aren't you, <laughs> like I, I read, because one of the reasons I I like playing the guitar is because, um, well, it's like a physical yeah. challenge mm-hmm. and like I'm like, oh, I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they say like if you try new things, like, so I'm like, oh, this is like, this is really hard to play. I don't normally do this. Mm. And then they say that, like, keeps your brain developing. Or maybe maybe it keeps it from deteriorating. I don't know. Mm. Something. I, I'll stick a, see it when I, well, no, I'll believe it when I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, my brain is melting. So, but I have to be on Wellbutrin in conjunction with Lexapro, because on Lexapro, I'm not horny. And on Wellbutrin, I'm normal horny. You know okay, what I mean? so it like so I have to have the mixture to 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 have like a normal libido, 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 and now I'm married, so it's like I can't not. Yeah, you gotta be. be not yeah, yeah, you have wifely duties. No, I do. <laughs> I just, yeah. Clean, cook. You got yeah. You suck. Gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding about the wifely duties, listeners. Cancel. I mean, they would know. Cancel. I know. Um... So I have to figure out something else, and I would like to take the natural route, which is mushrooms. Why don't... Okay. Should we... Let's do it. <laughs> Start a Let's pod- get our podcast own... about doing mushrooms. We would be... It would probably... That's what we should do, is get uh, the mushrooms, and then we'll just week to week talk about that. We'll probably, like, 
And then we put one true five minutes of it, true crime. Yeah. The rest. Or watch a true crime thing on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. I think that's a good idea, actually, for a podcast. Um, to start medicinally taking... We could call Claire and Dave Get Better. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like someone's already taken that. I feel like there's already a Claire and Dave. Yeah. Um, I like this idea, though, because I I really want to do it. I do, too. Because I feel like... um, I know a guy who knows a guy. All right. That's the guy we need. Yeah, but... And then I should talk to the guy who was telling me about it the other night. Well, you should find that guy's guy. I have two friends. Mm -hmm. Unsolicited. We're just like, here's what I'm up to, and it's awesome. Hmm. And I, and they're both like, both people in their forties who hmm. have had um, clinical depression and anxiety. Interesting. And they're both like better than ever. Because hmm. I just think, um, you know, I have probably five, ten years left on this planet. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but I was like, I just want it would be cool to just have like a normal run, like a few good years. Before I leave. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want a normal run without chemicals or yeah. without medicine. Yeah. But I don't want to kill myself. No, I don't either. I like, I, I probably, my biggest issue with it is that, well, poor Lucy, for one. Sweet Lou. <laughs> uh, She's so cute. Or I would never leave. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just a rude thing to do. To die? Oh, to yeah. kill yourself. Well, when that you especially. Dog. Permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah, Though yeah, is, yeah. It, is it a temp? Is clinical depression temporary? Mm-hmm. Seem, I would say not um, in many cases. But um, no, but I think like, uh, I've ne- I should be clear though, I shouldn't joke around about it. I've never like been like oh i'm gonna kill i've never Mm -hmm. been in that fully state but when i think about it hypothetically Mm -hmm. i'm always like what kind of roommate would that make me like like, or what or like what kind of motel six guest am i yeah yeah. like just i can never the inconvenience yeah someone's got to show up and find you that's oh i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to anybody stranger even you know the work that you have to go through when somebody dies yeah and it's so much stuff you have to do you have to take time off work to deal with oh my gosh (laughs) like i mean guitars alone because it's like they would probably sell stuff for like less than it's worth yeah so you should write down now what everything's worth yeah I've, i've started to not for that reason, but mm-hmm. for insurance purposes. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like this idea that uh, <laughs> we really have to do this. <laughs> well, I gotta. Then I'd have to go off my regular medicine because you're not supposed to take them both all at once. Yeah. Well, that's the tricky thing. Like, I actually applied for this trial. Really? Here. Did I apply for a trial too? I think I did. And they asked you all these questions, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. And, um, but one of them was, they're like 50% of our, the, they have a con- control group, mm-hmm. and there's like, there's a 50% chance you may be getting a placebo, but then it says, would you be willing to discontinue use <gasps> of your 
prescriptions uh-huh. while you're doing this trial. So I'm like, potentially they're asking you to just go off your meds for an extended period and see how that goes. But every and I know how that goes. I know. <laughs> every study I hear about about that kind of thing, the people on the placebo are always feeling the same effects as the person. Yeah. I guess placebos so. are a strong that's a strong idea. Mhm. It's kind of wild. Yeah, so maybe I can't lose really. Mm, well, or I could. I don't know. We'll see. No, it is though like I think like uh That's true. I think if you're like just on board with the idea of something like I would do you know um Ama, the hugging saint? No. She's from India. She lives in India. Yeah. And she's... She's a living saint? Living saint. Mm -hmm. She's this woman. I think she's probably maybe in her 50s or 60s or something. At some point, very early on, she, like, as a child, was, like, hugging people. And people Mm -hmm. were like, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And so she has, like, a massive ongoing... A global massive following like Whoa. and I learned about her from years ago I was on tour with Jay Maskus and he was mm-hmm. in and he was like had all this stuff he like he's following her so I started asking and then I went one time and it was at like uh the Manhattan Center or whatever the New York yeah. Hotel Luke Hammerstein basically mm-hmm. and um and I went and it was like, I thought like, oh, there's going to be like seven people there. And it's like a million people. Yeah. And then it moved to the Javits Center. Wow. And I was like, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to do it. And um, <laughs> just because I was, in, it just seemed like good vibes. Yeah. Like, and I was talking to people and they were just like, yeah, it's, you know, just like the whole thing is good vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like some magical thing. And so I waited around and I... She hugged me, and I was like, oh, that was really cool. I do kind of feel better. <laughs> but I think it was because I was just, like, around all these good vibes all day. Yeah, that makes and, uh, sense. And then I was, like, talking to this woman, because a lot of people wear, like, like, like loose-fitting, the mm. kind of things you would think someone would wear to get hugged by a guru. Linens. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, why? I don't understand. And I was wearing, you know not that and um mm-hmm. and i asked i was like why does everyone just dress like this and they're like no they're doing it out of like respect for her like they don't none of us really dress this way hmm. normally i was like oh which made me think like oh it's they're just normal people who are just on board yeah with it. and it was like so i don't know i yeah i was like hmm. i was into the hugging Interesting. Yeah. How much did it cost to get in? It's free. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. If it cost any amount of money, I would have been like, "Fuck that." None. Costs nothing. Okay, so that's cool. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of. Uh, there must be like a organization that there pays is. There's for a whole to, thing. Yeah. But, but you can be totally involved and do all these things and not spend a dime. Huh. So. That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. They say, scientifically, if you're hugged for, what, more than 20 seconds, 
then you have this increase in serotonin and it makes you feel better. Yeah, that sounds I've never heard that, but it yeah. sounds like it's like a certain amount of time and then you're like but hugged by somebody <sighs> else or you can do what you were just doing. Maybe you could do it for yourself, I don't know. I read that smile like if you just smile <laughs> you're so it's supposed to be good. Like this? Yeah, you go like I'm happy. It's supposed to be good. So sometimes I'll like once every six months I'll mm-hmm. try that. <laughs> <laughs> Every Christmas, I'll smile a little bit. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> you know what really hello. helps? Uh huh. That's sweet, sweetie Lucy. Yeah, I got a doctor's note that says I can get one and not get kicked out of my apartment. You were telling me this is amazing. So I got to do it. It's pretty great. I have to say, like, pretty much every day, like we wake up. And she just starts kissing my face, licking yeah. my face. And I'm just like, that's every day is pretty off to a pretty good start. Yeah. And you have to exercise because. Yeah. She's like, I have to shit and piss everywhere. And she's I, like an Olympic dog. Yeah. She's brings a lot of heat. Yeah. Like we've already been to the park today. Mm-hmm. And then we play in the hallway like half the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except when we're when we're podcasting, she brings it, she brings it down about halfway through. <laughs> I like that her eyes aren't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> her eyes were not totally closed. No, she's kind of like I don't know if there might be. But then she knew I was talking about her, and I woke her up. Yeah, it's like in case like um, if you, if you're if she. <laughs> Just on the off chance, you're like, I have bacon in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just going to break it out. Like, watch, she'll go. <laughs> oh, you got cookies? Bag. I like cookies. Oh, she's so cute. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get my dog. It's It's pretty fun. I know. Dogs make me feel better. That's one thing I was thinking. I was like, what if I could just work with dogs? And then I thought about what are the jobs where you can work with dogs? I'm like, dog walker, no. Vet, no. no. Uh, you can volunteer. Yeah, I guess I could do that. That would be good. Yeah, what are you doing during the day, you know? Besides taking care of your own dog. I know. And then I'm like, well, I'm already doing it. I guess I yeah. just like... Um, when you go to the dog park and you're like, what if all these dogs are mine? I could just party with these dogs. <laughs> dogs, yeah. Babies, no. Dogs, I could do. Do you think, and um, I don't know if, uh, or do you think you have a baby? I like being an aunt now that I'm an aunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really fun. I get the best parts. Who had a child? Danny? Who's Danny? I don't know. I'm good at guessing (laughs) siblings' names. No. Um, My Nick's brother Mm. has two little girls. One's a baby and one's four. And And they're really fun. Are they super excited that you're their aunt? Yeah, now they're like, they're used to me and now they're obsessed with me. Mm -hmm. And that feels good. Yeah. (laughs) And the thing is with nieces and nephews... You can kind of just check in, and then you'll be like, okay. Um, exactly. Well, mine are all, not all of them, but the, I think the youngest, I don't know, they're like between 21 and 10 or something. Yeah. 
Um, but like I was texting with my niece today. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, I want to help you. And it's like, I know. Just not that much. Not that much. And I know what your parents aren't doing for you or yeah. won't do for you. Mm-hmm. And I can help you do that because I'm not a uh, square. I do. Yeah. Do you ever think that way? Like um, to balance out. Like, you'd be like, I should fuck this kid up a little bit. Not in a bad way, but just, like, ex- <laughs> expose them to different things. I was thinking about getting my niece a skateboard, but she's so little. And I don't want her to hurt herself. But it's also, like... It's sort of good if they hurt themselves. If they... This is the time when they should be hurting themselves. Yeah. That's why I got my... I got two... I, there, You know, you can get, like, custom decks with whatever you mm-hmm. want on them mm-hmm. i made two decks with my face on it <laughs> and got them like all with the trucks and wheels and yeah. gave them to my nephews Cute. <laughs> and then uh because they i forget how old they were they're probably like 10 or something mm-hmm. and i was like oh it'd be good like they'll go out and they'll like fall down on the driveway and my my sister and my brother will be glad mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah but you're actually you could you're a great skateboarder i'm not great but i can stand up you're impressed i've seen you're you can skateboard in a way that's more than what little i've seen mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's for real yeah like you it. scamper off and it's like oh that's this is like um like a seventies skateboard highlight reel. <laughs> no, but you can like do stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can do stuff. Like it's not like someone who's like, I'm gonna start uh, skateboarding. You're like, you seem like you you are in a gang, aren't you? I have friends who do it. I have people who I would do it with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was only recently. You guys were over around. Yeah, a group of girls. Do you guys have a... You have a name, right? No, no, no. You should get a name. Because isn't that the... What's called Skate Kitchen? Skate Kitchen is their own thing. Um, yeah. But you could be like... Um, I don't do it enough to warrant a name. Or even a nickname. For myself. Claire and Dave get better. <laughs> <laughs> With the combination... We'll do mushrooms and you can teach me to skateboard. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I want to give my niece a skateboard so I can live through her because I don't think I can do it anymore because my body hurts. Really? Yeah. From skateboarding. Oh, like from wiping out and stuff. Well, just my left leg is much weaker than my right leg because from of... the I, way you push? I push with my left and I lean on my right. Can't you do both? Like switch? It's hard. Fakey. That's like drawing, like writing with your left hand as opposed to your right oh, kind of thing. I didn't know that. But I might try to start doing it. That's good for your brain too, I think. Yeah, right. neuroplasticity. I know. <laughs> when and um, wait. So this is like permanent damage. You think you've done? I mean, physical therapists have been like, yeah, there's a huge issue here. Really? Yeah, but not. It's not like. I don't need surgery or anything, but I have to build it up, the muscle and this other leg. Whoa. What will you do? 
I've been doing yogurt. Oh, what about kettlebell? No, that's for pecs. I got got sweet kettlebells. Do you? Yeah, I'm never not kettlebelling. (laughs) Whenever, whenever. I feel like I would do it. I do it wrong whenever I do it. I just looked on YouTube. How do you know they're doing it right? I just watched like a few to get like a general Mm -hmm. to to reduce the margin of error. <laughs> Lucy's like, oh, he's talking about kettlebell again. I think yoga is the thing now. I've been doing that a lot lately. And unfortunately, I think that's for me. I like yoga. I mean, yeah. I don't do it, but I, I like that it's happening. I don't I like... I like that others are doing it. No, yeah. I've done it. Yeah. But I, I think like... Maybe I'll get back to it. I like doing it a lot, but I don't like the whole... I hate hippies. <laughs> That's it. But I also appreciate them. Yeah. For everything they've done for me. <laughs> yeah. What what aspect of hippies don't you like? They're living in a reality that I think is not real. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or maybe specifically in like a yoga space i'm like there should be some sort of you know not negative energy but like i don't know questioning of the world instead of like accepting everything oh yeah well don't you find like the anyone i've ever known who just seems like hey like super like full of joy or like at least giving the appearance that that's what then eventually they snap. Yeah. And and do something fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, because they're not allowing themselves to feel... Because everybody gets angry. And yeah. everybody gets, you know, nervous or embarrassed. It's like... Yeah. Unless you have a condition where you don't feel that. That's the one I want. Yeah, me too. When we get those mushrooms. Mm-hmm. The thing about when we start... Microdosing, uh-huh. which would be very soon. <laughs> I was then. I was like, "Well, what if it really works?" And I want it all the time. And then I start like trying to go to go fly with it and stuff. Can you get busted? What do you mean fly? Oh, fly like, like on, on an airplane. airplane. I thought you're talking to like Turkey. Okay, I thought you're talking mentally fly. Like you want no, to trip out? No, 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 no. Oh, like an after school special? Yeah. Hey, man, you want to fly today? <laughs> I got a final. <laughs> it's always someone's older brother, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, they have mushrooms all around the world. They do, yeah. I guess you could get them. And if you're in the rock scene yeah. or the comedy scene. It is pretty much the best place if you want to get drugs. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> if anything, we'll just always go to, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the place that you can have drugs? Amsterdam? Yeah, go to Amsterdam first. Yeah. Take a train wherever else you have to go. Oh, solved. Yeah. You've solved it for me. Yeah. Okay. This is good. Mm-hmm. All right. But I bet... Also, I wonder, though, if you if you did mix it into, like, a liquid, mm-hmm. whether that would be something that, like... Nobody would stop you. But what about, what about drug-sniffing dogs? I don't think they're trained to sniff it sniff that that's what then that's how they get you though because then they get one like some 
mushroom old, dog. Mushroom dog. Or like a, one of those pigs that get truffles. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think you'll be fine. I get. I always bring weed gummies on planes from California to here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it's not an issue? Mm-mm. Interesting. Because well, it's not. it doesn't look like a plant or, you know. Uh-huh. And do you like, are those helpful? I just, just started fun? taking them more often because so, I don't really, I can't really drink anymore. It makes me feel sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've started eating half a gummy before I go to a party or whatever. And that has the same effect. Mm-hmm. Or a similar effect. Makes the party more bearable. Yeah, it makes me less self-conscious mm-hmm. and less like... So, uh, how are you, how's the weather, or whatever, you know? I know. Well, we just saw each other at a party. I guess that was a party, yeah. It was a party. Yeah, but there were people there who I'd like to talk to. That yeah. was easy. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a hard one. But I have to, I'm supposed to go to a party in, like, a week, and I'm already like, how's this going to shake out? Oh, i got to send you an invite to my party. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love the party. Uh, when's that party? The, the other party or yeah. your party? It is the party I speak of is next Wednesday. Okay, mine's next. We can't say because the murderers could show up. Well, they don't know. Oh, they don't know where. Yeah, they don't know where. They don't know that I live at one, two, three, four, (laughs) five Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta give you that. Okay. So that I'll probably be taking a couple of bites. Mm Mm-hmm. I really want to start doing mushrooms. I love Let's mushrooms. get on it. I have mushroom pills that I haven't taken. Is that microdosing or is it just for fun I think it's for funsies. I would rather eat the mushrooms. I like the way they taste. People say some people get nauseous and have to puke. Oh, I probably or, like it. Or poo poo. Really? Yeah. What is it like marmite or something? To me, it tastes just like a very savory. It's got a nice umami. Oh, well, it's a mushroom. <laughs> kind yeah. of miso-y. That may- All right. Uh, but some people really don't like it. And well, then, yeah. We'll find out. And then juice, the vitamin C or whatever, yeah, activates, makes it a little more trippy. Oh, so that's why my friend does it that way, probably. Mm-hmm. Efficacy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are... Just about out of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I need to stop it because um, so Chris doesn't have too much to edit. Um, well, thank you, Claire O'Kane. I'm excited to to uh, do Claire and Dave get better <laughs> with you. Thanks for having me. A journey me. of the mind. Wow. <laughs> we'll come up with something better. Yeah. T-shirts. We got to get someone to draw cartoons of us. We're both sitting on mushrooms. Sitting on mushroom, yeah. All right, the merchandise. (laughs) And there you have it, my delightful conversation with Claire O'Kane. Follow Claire at Baby's First Gun on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore, not to brag. And she's at Claire O'Kane on Instagram. Look at me with all the social handles. Uh, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, gosh, did I tell you to buy my book, Parking the Moose? Chris, play the Parking the Moose song at the end of this. No, to Chris. 
Okay, anyway, um, thank you for listening, wherever you are, whether you're uh, over there in Scotland, my new favorite country, or any of my other favorite countries. Speaking of countries, I'm coming to Norway March 24th to 28th uh, at Latter in Oslo. I'll be doing five magical nights. Then I'm at the Bill Murray at Angel Comedy in London, April 2nd through 4th. I'm at Krakow Comedy, March 29th. I don't know why I'm jumping around dates. Uh, this is long in the future. And then I'm going to be in a couple other uh, European places that I'll reveal at a later date. Oh, what else? I always forget all the stuff I want to tell you. What's going on? Uh, what a hectic day. I auditioned for a car. Uh, I don't want to get into it. Uh, story for another time. Um, it wouldn't kill me to shower. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, until next time, I've been Dave Hill. Uh, thank you to Chris Gersbeck. Did I thank Chris yet? Gosh, I'm all over the place. Dave, focus. Um, my partner in crime, Chris Gersbeck, who pr- pretties this podcast up in ways, uh, you know, basically all the bells and whistles. He does all the heavy lifting. I'm just a pretty face who uh, doesn't shower enough, at least today anyway. Okay, gosh, uh, everyone get out there, stay hydrated, stay street, get tested. I love you so much. Parking the loose. It's my book about Canada. No matter where you are, I think you should read it. Parking the loose. My grandpa was from Canada. So I decided to uncover my incredible Canadian roots. I traveled through Canada near and far. I ate more poutine than 10,000 rocket rashads. That's a lot of cheese curd. Park in the moose. It's my book about Canada It's a fascinating country It's easy to see I could have written 50 chapters On just getting Lee Ontario I even went to Regina I still can't believe That they really pronounce it that way Someone needs to tell them Park in the moose It's my book about Canada 37 million people No, they can't be wrong if you don't believe me, ask Celine Dion I bathe in Crown Royal, I finish every sip While eating Tim Hortons and rocking to the hip In 2012, Canada ditched the penny My favorite TV show is Letter Kenny The Montreal Bagel is the food of the gods I prefer my heavy metal in the form of Voivod Rock in the loose Rock in the loose Rockin' the loose